Good morning, everybody. It's the Bickers Report. Report. Friday. It Thank is. goodness it's Friday. Don't yeah. say the other thing. It's May 29th. I always forget it on Thursdays. I know. Bad. Thank goodness. It's May 29th, 2020. Don't you mean so happy? And from our lovely studios <laughs> in Burbank with your hosts. I'm Wuduti. Shepard and Fry. You can call me Shep for short. Flawudi. Flatudi. Plafudi. Sorry. Uh, yesterday we described how the Oakland Athletics were seeking to win the championship as the sleaziest Major League Baseball team during the current crisis, cutting off payment to their minor leaguers after this Sunday, furloughing many other employees, refusing to pay rent on their stadium. But our beloved New York Mets are not letting the Athletics claim the Sleaze Series title without a fight. Yesterday they announced that they... That though they will pay the minor leaguers in their organization through the end of next month, they will first duplicate the cost-cutting measures of the Cincinnati Reds, Mariners, Nationals, and Brewers by releasing... They're not all from Cincinnati, to clarify. I just didn't feel like saying the whole title. The Reds, Mariners, Nationals, and Brewers by releasing a bunch of minor leaguers from their organization. Former football star and Mets minor leaguer Tim Tebow remains on the team, according to reports. Sometimes they are hard to root Really? A guy, so uh, they're just a guy they're releasing who was their number two draft choice a couple of years ago. A pitcher named Church wrote a long post about how toxic is the Mets organization really? and how glad he is to be out of there. Mm. One group of professional athletes who may be happy to play in front of empty stands this year are the Houston Astros, <laughs> who would have been booed lots and lots because of their cheating scandal. But they may still be objects of other forms of derision. You'll recall that the Astros' sophisticated cheating method involved banging on a dugout trash can to signal to the batter what pitch was coming, an ingenious ploy that no one, not the other teams and not the baseball reporters, managed to figure out. Well, a brewery in New Jersey has released a beer called Trash Can Banger, featuring a can that looks like the Astros' striped uniforms from the late 70s and early 80s. That doesn't seem quite enough of a gimmick, though. The beer should come with a police radar detector or the name of a Cayman Islands bank on every can, something thematic. Bands from Los Angeles and Texas have already inquired about ordering it, but it's only available in New Jersey, which seems appropriate, really, for beer that's connected to trash. <laughs> it's amazing Anheuser-Busch, we're going to call them from now on, didn't come up with this first. Okay. We reported recently that the National Football League was considering for the second year in a row a proposal to create an alternative to one of football's most tedious and futile plays. They had a proposal last year and tabled it. They got another proposal this year and yesterday. Well, let's hear Britney Spears describe the result. (laughs) That's just not okay. Uh... But the NFL did make one big rule change. They eliminated a loop. That was just not okay. (laughs) The NFL did make one big rule change. They eliminated a loophole that allowed teams to run out the clock by taking multiple consecutive delay of game penalties. The NFL owner's official motto, of course, is all our money and we have scads. 
Can't buy us a clue. I just try to do sound effects that will cause you to lose your composure. That's really all that this whole series is I, for me. You're assuming I had much composure in the that's first place. True. That's a too bold of an assumption. And then other news. Now here is some real, real quality entertainment. Oh. We already played you one recording of a video game commentary this week. Captain Sparkles playing the new Minecraft Dungeons game. Well, Sarah Silverman has been spending her time during the crisis playing Call of Duty with her assistant and posting the video and their commentary on Twitch. Here's an example. And we warn you that even after my partner here bleeps most of it out, some portions of this may not be appropriate for pretty much anyone. There have been so many, finally, roles for Jewy Jewesses, you know? Real Jewy people. And there are actors who are Jewy, and they can't play other roles. But then there are finally these roles for Jewy Jews, like Mrs. Maisel, or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, or Marty Ginsburg, or the Jew in the Wall and Jojo Rabbit, and none of them are Jews. None of them. None? None? Bella Abzug in this Mrs. America. Not even a Jew. She's played by the brilliant Margot Martindale, but still, come on now. Come on. There are so many of us. Give us a break. I don't know. Maybe I'm being, um, you know, maybe this is ego or, gee, I don't know, but... And, you know, Jojo Rabbit, I loved that movie. But is there a more Goya movie about the Holocaust? I mean, the Jew in the wall was not even a, played by a Jew. And I get a lot of it is the Nazis and stuff. And all right, yes, I get it. The, the writer-director is a little Jew in him. Scarlett Johansson, a little Jew in her. But they both are passable. Neither of them have ever been limited by being Jewy. That's all. That's my statement. You can, got, you can watch more on Twitch anytime you want. There are a lot of them. And uh, I think it's high-quality high commentary. We apologize to everyone who was offended by the previous uh I'll add it out. No one's going to be able to hear most of it. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to hand over the name, the big report to a pair of uh, CNBC hosts who kind of lost it yesterday. The topic's serious, but the contempt is really right up our alley. Here is Joe Kerman kvetching at Andrew Ross Sorkin, and Sorkin eventually losing patience with it. Panicked about the market, panicked about COVID, panicked about the ventilators, panicked about the PPE, panicked about ever going out again, panicked and that we'd ever get this. back to normal. Joseph, you didn't panic what about anything. Is what good is it? Why Joseph, not, why not help people, people die. keep their head? I, I understand that. A hundred thousand people died, Joe, and all you did was try to help your friend, the president. You abused and abused I'm trying to help investors keep their cool, keep their heads, and as it turned out, that's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. They should have kept their heads. If they had listened to you, Andrew, we're supposed to be at about 8,000. I wasn't arguing to go sell your stocks, Joseph. I was arguing about people's lives. 
Uh, the music in the background is very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's wonderful that there's such sweet music going on while we're screaming each other. We may need to have a daily Grimes feature. I love this. Two big pieces of news yesterday. First, and I swear this is true, or at least has been reported as fact by both Bloomberg News and Billboard, the centerpiece, the title work of Grimes' upcoming art exhibition to be shown both online and at Los Angeles' gallery called Selling Out is literally a piece of her soul. It's one of the items for sale. The buyer gets legal ownership of a piece of Grimes' soul. She said that originally, and I'm quoting here, I didn't want anyone to buy it, so I said we should just make it $10 million and then it probably won't sell. But then after getting her lawyer to draft a contract for the sale, quoting again, the deeper we got with it, the more philosophically interesting it became. Also, I really wanted to collaborate with my lawyer on art. The idea of fantastical art in the form of legal document just seems very intriguing to me. Fair. I would, I would love to have a, uh, we have an artist who listens to us in Nicholsville. I would love to hear her commentary on this, of, of art collaborating with a lawyer. So now it's available, the piece of her soul, online for whoever it? gives the best offer. Oh boy. And there isn't a specific price, so Let's you may want to put in a... a <laughs> we'll stop doing the Becker's report if you... Maybe I have read too much Renaissance drama, but this seems to me really like tempting fate. If the devil weren't already so plainly ensconced in the White House, I'd feel sure he's going to come after Grimes. But he's here's the second piece of Grimes' news. If the devil comes looking for Grimes' kid, it's getting more and more difficult to know what name should be on the devil's list. Grimes does not refer to the child, she says, by the child's full name, XAEA12. She refers to him as Little X. She refers to them, yes. D- this poor kid. Yeah. I... FedEx got pranked by Lady Gaga fans. On Friday, Lady Gaga tweeted images of herself behind the wheel of a truck decorated with images associated with her new Chromatica album. And the caption, quote, Delivering hashtag Chromatica, myself, to every retailer around the world, end quote. So first, fan tweeted to at FedEx Help, showing one, of, uh, showing one of the images of the truck from Lady Gaga's tweet, and said, This woman almost hit me while driving down my, my block delivering packages for you. I wrote her plates down just in time. And of course, that got this response from FedEx Help. Hello. This is Lisa. I'm sorry to hear of this incident. Please DM as much information as possible. Name, address, phone number, email address, truck number, and if it was a FedEx Express ground or home delivery truck so that I can report this to the appropriate station. So another fan wrote, This same woman threw a package at my head and called me the F word. And that prompted the reply, Hello, this is Sarah. I truly apologize for the trouble. Please DM your name, address, city, state, zip code, tracking number of the truck number, license plate, date, time of occurrence, phone number, and email address. I will be happy to research. We scored that Lady Gaga and her fans to FedEx Help Zero. Right? I mean, I think they got, uh, I think they got beat on that one. Yeah. There turns out to be a new Sesame Street spinoff on HBO Max called The Not Too Late Show with Elmo, and yesterday, Lil Nas X made oh a guest boy. appearance. It sounded like I this. Watch 
together for musical guest Lil Nas X. Happy to be here. I say my day's been pretty great. I mean, I'm here with you, and I know you like to sing. Yeah, I'm a dad. I do, too. I like to rap, sing, and write all kinds of music. But there's one song I've always wanted to sing. <laughs> well, what song is that? Your song. Elmo's song. Elmo's song. Mama Bear, some music, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's a <new> rifle. <laughs> I think we have to play this after the Sarah Silver one to kind of balance things out. Yeah, totally. And the guys on CNBC. So with those sweet. The tunes That's in lovely. our head that uh, da -da, concludes da -da, the Bickers da -da, report for today. The Bickers report. Da 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 da. Oy vey. Well, the Bickers report is the most sensational experience. Don't you dare say anything. Brought to you in part by uh, Underwater Typewriter Productions and our sponsors at Saddle Hollow Studios, wherever the heck we are on a given day. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe, uh, post it on your doorsteps. And, uh, you know, come back. We'll see you tomorrow. Am I allowed to talk next... again now while the manatee song is going I was, on? I was saying, well, we'll see everybody tomorrow for the next episode of the Victor's Report. Well, it's going to be a Shabbat Shindig, too. It's a Shabbat Shindig, a sacrilegious Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, you know, make sure to tune in then. Uh, but, uh, I think we're ending this on a very happy note today. Yeah, very we're pleasant. unusually upbeat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little shocked. Uh, people are dying, so donate to charities. It's good if you have money right now. And, uh, <laughs> that wasn't good. It's not, we're, uh, okay. Without further ado, happy, happy bickering! bickering! Oops, I...